Hello, friends, enemies, men, women, and undecided. Welcome to episode 75. This is not the Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Ellen, Jimmy Oprah, Jimmy Trevor, Noah, Jimmy Netflix, or Jimmy Comedy Central show. This is indeed The Right Show, a support group for normal people. Today, we will talk about Joe Biden and how he doesn't know how to use a jacket. San Francisco doesn't know how monkeypox works. FBI raids Trump. BLM lies. Muhammad Ali tells the truth. And another clerk takes out the trash. I want to welcome YouTubers, Facebookers, and podcasters. Did you know I'm banned from Facebook for 25 more days? It's going to hurt the attendance here. So if you can, go on my Facebook right now and say, hey, here's the link. The Right Show is starting now, and hopefully we get more attendance. And we have had a female vice president now for two and a half years. So I wanna know where are you from, everybody? And ladies only, how has having a female vice president improved your life? Well, we were told that once we can see it, then we can believe it. Do you believe anything better about yourself now that you've seen Kamala Harris in office? Ladies, and for my people of color, my colored people, my Persians all the way to the darkest of Indians and all the Africans in between. How has having a person of color as a vice president encouraged you to do better, improved your life, or made you a better person or more hopeful in the United States of America? I'm curious. If it's uplifted you, please tell me how so. For me, it hasn't done anything. In fact, as a Persian, I've always thought I could be the president if I earned it, but if you're just going to hand it to a Persian just because she's crying about it and says she deserves it, I think it would be detrimental. With that said, my YouTube subscribers have hit 344,000 people. Why? Because we tell the truth when no one else will. Facebookers, even with the ban, is up to 202,000. We're moving up. I just got back from Seattle. We're going to talk about it right after this. A lot of people saying, Kayvon, why would you go to Seattle? They're, they're all leftists. No, they're not. Seattle votes left, which means 60 to 70% vote Democrat every election. And the city reflects that with homelessness, crime, break-ins, and no longer being the most beautiful city in America. However, there's still 30, 40% of people living there that they don't have a say in the election, but they love my comedy. They want to hear what I have to say. And anyone from moderate to right will love me. Anyone on the far mainstream radical left will hate me. Take a look at my little trip to Seattle. It started in the airport, which was obviously cleaned by leftists. Here we go. Tesla. I call that a Texas. 
The results from our poll are in. Take advantage of the comments. Juliet says, no wonder I wasn't getting any notifications on Facebook. You're not going to until September. They're trying to suppress my views. We have a Colorado resident saying, Kamala Harris has only hurt us and embarrassed us as women. JM, colored girl here. Camel makes me want to hide under a rock. Lana Banana, really, there have been no improvements here at all. So here's what I'm telling you. The Democrats will keep offering you, well, you need to have the first one-legged Afro lesbian as mayor. That's great. It's not great, especially if she's not good at what she does. And there's been no improvement. So can we get past the first first and just pick the best best now? I hope so. One way you can support my comedy career and laugh at the same time is come hang out with me live. This is fun. I started doing this during the pandemic, but live is the way to go. I'm going to show you exactly how to do that. Take a look at these upcoming tour dates. And since you guys are here and I'm banned on Facebookers, you guys get a free ticket. Okay? I'm going to be in Minneapolis tomorrow for a week. You can each send two friends for free to the show. Email me, Facebook me, Instagram me, whatever you have to do, and say, I want to send these people. Probably go through my website is the best way, kvoncomedy.com. So roll call. We got Minneapolis, Salt Lake City, Washington, D.C., Syracuse, New York, San Diego, and it's all ending in Jewett, Ohio. Never heard of Jewett. Didn't think I'd ever go. It's happening. Now, let's start with a feel-good story of the day. This is a smoke shop in my hometown of Las Vegas, Nevada. You might not know this, but there was a Vietnamese gentleman who owns the smoke shop, and he was getting robbed once again because BLM and Antifa said, all cops are B-words, defund the police, we can handle it ourselves. leave us alone, and we don't want any prison sentences and let everybody out quickly because they don't belong in prison, the industrial complex of prison. Well, this is what happens, and now shop owners, immigrants like my family and many of yours, white people, black people, Asian store owners, Latinos are starting to take out the trash. And I've been criticized because I keep showing all the black dudes jumping behind the counter and getting punched, kicked, and drugged out of there. So here is for you people to show that I don't care what color the person is. You jump behind the counter. I hope whatever color the store owner is takes out the trash. That's how Trump supporters, moderates, Republicans, conservatives, and liberals, not leftist, liberals feel. Watch this. Two thieves inside this smoke shop, one outside holding the door, and the shop's owner just about to jump into action. Can you guys just leave? Nah. Jacob, can I just get the. All right, take the money in it. I keep the coins. I need the coins. Bro, okay. Yeah, it is tough to watch. Police tell us this happened on Wednesday and they arrested two juveniles in this case. And one, as you can see there, was taken to the hospital after being injured. Smokestrom is the pride and joy for owner Johnny Newen. The store is my life. I worked, I worked hard to get everything I have. And he says he wasn't about to let these two thieves take anything away. They walked in on Wednesday afternoon as Newen was working at his smoke shop. At first I thought they were just normal customers. Uh, then I realized they had, um, like, Ski masks on. You hear him asking why they're wearing the masks. 
Why are you guys wearing masks like that? You will notice around this moment, Newland is reaching for something near the register. I had to assume they had a firearm, so I just wanted to make sure that I could protect myself. Did you see it? Uh, no, I did not see it, but I couldn't take that chance. One person tries running off with a tip jar. Another jumps over the counter. This is when the owner attacks. Newman says he believes he stabbed the robber seven times, and the video backs that up. I didn't think he planned on getting stabbed that day, obviously, but if you try robbing a store, you're taking that risk. Right? Like, this is. This is a small business, obviously. After the stabbing, Newen dragged the boy out of the store and called for police and paramedics. Don't let me die, sir. Uh, I'm calling emergency services. Sorry, this wasn't my idea. Uh, Don't let me die. For business owners, a situation like this is always a worry. So we talked to security expert Jonathan Alvarez on what he thought of the situation. Uh, I wholeheartedly uh, agree with defending yourself and having that ability to defend yourself and your family and others. Um, but if it's just items that are replaceable, at the end of the day, it's just, just let them take what they, what they need to take. Now, if you find yourself in a robbery, the Department of Public Safety says you should stay calm and do not resist. Follow the robber's directions, but don't offer more than what they're asking for. Make mental notes of the robber's appearance. Then after it's over, go to a safe location and call police. So if all you do is listen to the news, you too can be a victim forever. If the criminals know that every single shop owner is just going to do what they say, don't fight back, hand over the goods, go to a quiet place, handcuff yourself to the toilet, and wait for help to arrive, then this is never going to end. That shop owner was amazing. Let's give him a hand. You look at the reactions from my fellow patriots here. Good job from Juliet. Now, Juliet is not a white person, and that shop owner was not a white person. So this whole idea that, oh, white people just cheer for white people. No, 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 no. Moderates and conservatives do not care about the color at all. We are happy to see anyone fighting back and defending their business. So that's three weeks in a row. Now, the last two were black. These two were white. But I've been called a racist by the radical left. And I'm here to tell you, conservatives always side with the hardworking Americans regardless of color. We don't care that the shop owner is Asian. We don't care if the attacker is white, black, Persian, or other. If I saw a Persian getting stabbed and shoved out from robbing a place, I wouldn't be like, hey, why are you showing us doing that? That could have been me. But Barack Obama goes, that could have been my son. And when I look at him, that could have been my son. We moderates and conservatives, we never defend the criminals. We always root for the good guy, the Democrats. They don't get that. So now you know the difference between moderates and conservatives versus radical left Democrats that want more crime. Which side are you on? Figure it out in the comments. When we come back, there's going to be a whole lot more of The Right Show. You know, when I saw that shop owner, Mr. Nguyen, sounds like a Vietnamese last name, I wanted to shake his hand. And nobody wants to shake hands more than Joe Biden. Here we have a video of Biden. He just got done shaking hands and he literally forgot and went to shake hands again. You're not going to believe this, so you just have to see it. Watch the biggest idiot of all time trying to greet Chuck Scumber. Now our great speaker, our partner, who all of these bills we've met. 
Now our great speaker, our partner, who all of these bills we've met. Now our great speaker, our partner, who all of these bills we've met. He has no idea. Someone changes batteries. The animatronic president, he'll shake your hand and then howdy, sir. Howdy, sir. Howdy. Just pull the string and let it read. I don't know what's going on with this idiot, but there you have it. If you want to shake hands with Biden, that's what you're going to get. Something very interesting happened just two days ago. The FBI raids Trump's house. Uh, there's not too much to show. There's no video footage of this. I'll just break it down for you. So Trump left the White House. There's rumors he has some classified documents. Now, when you leave the White House, you might want that thing you signed or that memorabilia or whatever. When Bill Clinton left the White House, he took the furniture, he took paintings, I mean, priceless items so he could go sell them on the black market. And when there's a subpoena for Hillary Clinton to give her laptop, she used a product called Bleach Bit. She destroyed, she smashed her phones. She goes, well, I, I. after the subpoena, she did all this. So they're trying to say, oh, Trump, they didn't go after those two idiots, but with Trump, they're trying to say, oh, we have to get these documents back, very important. What they're really trying to do is throw mud all over a candidate that's about to go up against Biden again. And all they can hope are CNN viewers hear that, well, Trump's been impeached twice. That's like getting accused of murder twice and being found totally innocent twice. So does that stay on your record? Well, if you're a CNN viewer, it does. And now, oh, and, and Trump's house got raided, ooh. And they're gonna find nothing. A couple placemats, a couple of things signed with the, you know, the time I signed into legislature that what have you. There's copies of all this stuff. Do you think Trump is secretly hiding things in Florida? But it doesn't stop the Democrats. They're still trying to get a third impeachment for the fake insurrection. So more of these details will come soon. But yes, the FBI is raiding because Biden has weaponized the agencies against his biggest competitor, much like a banana republic. Speaking of idiots, racist Nancy Pelosi does it again. Now, the Democrats pride themselves in speaking perfectly. We don't say colored people. We say people of color. You see, we've changed it. We're so smart and forward. Here is Nancy speaking to Asian people saying she's always felt connected to them because as a kid, she thought if she went to the beach and dug deep enough, she would reach a Chinese person. Her parents told her you can dig all your way to China. I have to just show you, this doesn't even make sense that a human being would say this. When I was a little girl, I was told at the beach, if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a con connection there. Dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. Dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a con connection there. <sighs> People say that as a joke. Hey, you're digging in the beach. You might reach China soon. And a little for you. Hey, my mommy, go to China. You don't go to China and repeat this story. Uh, in other news, she went and had dinner. And when she got her drink, she said, you know, when I was little, and they told me, me Chinese, and me play joke. And me went pee pee in your Coke. Is that what you did to my drink? No, Nancy, the Chinese people didn't go pee-pee in your coke. You stupid idiot. Speaking of stupid idiots, we now discuss Brittany 
Grinder. If you don't know Grinder, it is a website for people like Brittany. Now, I have a question for you, and I really want to know. Do you think Brittany is a woman? At first, I was a little hesitant. Everyone's like, oh, that's a man, baby. That's a man, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, Austin Powers voice. Okay, but then I heard her apologize to her teammates in America for smuggling a ton of drugs in to Russia. And this is the worst time to smuggle drugs into Russia because if you did that while Trump was in office, you'd be out in 24 hours. Excuse me, Putin, you've got one of our black people. We'd like them back. Yes, they don't even like me, but I love black people, so bring them right back or I will send a missile right at your face. That's right. Yes, I want the black people even that hate me too. That's how I do it. I'm not racist. But Joe Biden, Joe Biden says, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And now she's in prison. So guess she is. My parents taught me two important things. One, take ownership for your responsibilities. And two, to work hard for everything that you have. That's why I play guilty to my charges. I understand everything that's being said against me, the charges that are against me, and that is why I play guilty. But I had no intent to break any Russian laws. I want the courts to understand that it was an honest mistake that I made while, in, while rushing under stress, trying to recover from post-COVID, and just trying to get back my team. Biden's idea of a black person is behind bars in prison. So that's what she voted for. That's what she got. I'm telling you, that voice, that's a man, baby. Yeah, baby. We have people saying that could be Brian Griner. Could be. That is definitely a dude. She's a delicate flower. And how could you be that dumb to smuggle drugs into Russia? Now, here's the thing. If she was a pro-American, loved the country, said, this is the best place on earth. I got to go to Russia to make a little extra money. And then, oh, she got nabbed. And she's like, oh, my goodness. I'd feel so much worse for her. But she left going, this country sucks. The anthem makes me think of slavery. This is a country full of oppression. I don't like this president. I hope Joe Biden wins. You just got all your wishes. It is very hard to feel bad for you. So, Brittany... You're locked up with other women in a prison. You claim to be a woman and you hate the national anthem. I can think of no better place for you than Russia, where you are safe from this horribly unsafe country that we love. We'll be back with more. Now, Nancy Pelosi thinks if you dig if you dig a hole in the beach, maybe you can get to China. I, 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 I heard that. In fact, watch it again. You won't believe it until you see it. When I was a little girl. I was told at the beach if I dug a hole deep enough, we would reach China. So we've always felt a con connection there. Yes, yes, Nancy. You can dig your way to China. You racist, typical Democrat. However, there is a man who is actually digging. His name is Elon Musk, and he's digging a tunnel from Los Angeles to Las Vegas. But he's already started in Las Vegas, and people are starting to tour it. If you've never seen this, enjoy the boring company boring a hole under Las Vegas in its beta phase. The Vegas Loop is a concept thought up by Elon Musk, the Tesla boss. Now the basics behind it is tunnels rather than roads to get around the city. This was an idea he presented many years ago. So think of it as a highway system underground.
the idea for this in the future is to for this to be an automated thing or what's the idea true uh, automated thing within three years okay uh, there's currently regulations against driving underground um, right with autopilot and look at the tunnel it's just like just big enough to fit the car yeah it's just a 12 foot tunnel and a yeah, you're about 17 inches on each side. Is that all the space you got? I can see from your display. I drive a tester at home, so I can, when oh, it's red, I know I'm close. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how, what's the fastest you can go in the tunnel? Uh, we go up to 40 miles an hour. Ah, right. But, but the idea I'm assuming down the track is for you to go a lot faster than 40 miles an hour. Yeah, because this tunnel is short, you know, if we went any faster, you know, just safety regulations, but we'll right. they'll make more tunnels throughout Vegas will go faster. Right, and so I'm assuming you're gonna go maybe up to more than 100 miles an hour to get to from point A to point B in the future when it's automated. Correct, yes, yeah, because they're one-way tunnels, there's not fear of any running into anything. Okay. Wow. Thank God for African-Americans like Elon Musk who come to this country. They don't sit here and whine about their color, their race, the national anthem, the border. They sit there and dream up amazing things. These are the kind of African-Americans we want in this nation who are innovating. And imagine if we didn't talk about race every 24 hours. Was that racist? Am I racist? Are you racist? Is she racist? This is clogging up the plumbing here and filling our country full of what we need to do is drain it out, send the Britney grinders to Russia, BLM must be deported, Antifa's gotta go. You don't get to crap on the country and still reside here. Go show us how it's done in uh, any country of your choice that will have you, which is zero. And let us build what we can actually accomplish at the highest level of our intelligence innovation and patriotism. Do you agree? Put it in the chats. So I was thinking about that Brittany Grinder. Uh, she is gonna be just fine in Russia and nine years rent free. And when she comes back, she will uh, maybe, you know, speaking like Putin, she will get to put things in and out of her cellmate. But here's the thing, I feel bad for Brittany to a point. So here's what I wanna do, Russia, if you're listening. We will throw in LeBron James, Colin Kaepernick, Juicy Smollett's, the Obamas, the Clintons, Stacey Abrams, the Cookie Monster looking lady, and all the mayors of Democrat cities. We will give them to you for free in an exchange as long as you promise not to return Brittany to us. What do you think of my forward thinking plan? I have something very funny to tell you guys. Joe Biden had trouble with his jacket. Now, if I didn't show you this, you'd think I'm being crude, rude, or just slanderous. So watch Joe Biden struggle with something as simple as a jacket looking like a kindergartner on his first day of school.
he, he had his whole hand in his pen pocket. Usually as a man, your hand starts to go in a, a pen pocket. You go, whoops, there we go. He's like, ah, not a joke. Not a joke, man. Come on. Hey, who put that there? His poor wife struggling. That was so fun to watch. What's really funny about that is Jill Biden's helped putting his jacket on. And for the longest time, Jill usually helps Biden jack it off. Let's see who got that joke and who didn't. But yes, Jill Biden is a jacket on and a jacket off expert. Speaking of pen is in pocket, penis, penis, penis in the pocket. Okay. We have a decathlete who was trying to win one of his 10 races, decathlete, uh, that means 10 events. During the track meet portion, he was thwarted by his own Italian sausage. Okay, you got this Italian. He's trying to run. He's doing his best. Come on, ma. You, you made me wear the whitey tighties and then my Italian sausage fell out. Gah! And now I lost the race. If you didn't hear about this, watch the guy trying to run. And we can't show video footage of it because the Olympics owns it. I don't want to get flagged, but uh, or the summer games, what have you. So he's just trying to play with his Italian sausage while running. I would just let it go. See, mine is huge, so I would throw it forward and let it carry me like a sail. And then it would swing it behind me and then throw it forward again. And I would win by about nine inches. Track meet in Colombia turned NSFW real quick on Thursday. When Italian decathlete Alberto Nonino's junk popped out in the middle of a race. The unfortunate moment happened in the 400-meter event at the 2022 World Athletics U20 Championships in Cali. When Nonino was forced to lose his spot at the front of the pack and cover up his private several times before crossing the finish line. While the mishap will naturally have some folks giggling and blushing, Nonino went to social media to explain he wasn't in the laughing mood after the race. I just want to talk to you a little bit about the rumpus there's been on blogs and social media in general, Nonino said on Instagram. I'm conscious it was obviously an accident and I'd like to tell you I'm aware of the reaction and you don't need to send me the links to the blogs out there. I'm trying to laugh about it now but immediately afterwards I felt terrible and I'm thankful to my friends and family for helping me get over what happened a few hours later. The wardrobe malfunction is similar to NFL star Chris Jones' experience at the 2016 NFL Combine. When his own manhood made an appearance during his 40-yard dash, don't worry, Alberto. It happened. Now that's what I call a dick athlete. The last athlete to have his junk fall out was Caitlyn Jenner's, but it came all the way off. I guess all the women were glad he came last. Pretty sure his DMs are blowing up right now. Hey, are you busy or... You want to come lose another race at my place? <laughs> Do you think when he lost, people still said, he's still a wiener in my book. Wiener, wiener, chicken dinner. That's enough. Please put your funny pun right below. Okay? To race in a decathlete takes strength, determination, and in this case, that takes balls. All right, that's enough, okay? Now, me, I cannot run in public. A lot of people know that. And I certainly can't wear track shorts. Brittany Grinder can't wear those little shorts because her Italian sausage will fall out. Now, I have always loved making clever dick jokes. A lot of the comedians will just make really bad ones, but I'm gonna show you. I made a joke about a decathlete in the past. This is not anything new. Where his, his egg roll, because he was Asian, 
cost him the gold medal in the Olympics. So you can watch this. You can see for yourself. I've been on top of jokes like this for a very long time. Audio's a little rough, but I hope you enjoy. Check it out. And then did you guys see uh, the, the Asian guy breaking stereotypes, the Asian pole vaulter? Oh, yeah, pole vaulter, Asian guy. He was going for a record up over his egg roll, hit the bar, <laughs> knocked it off. Yeah, yeah, which is horrible for his Olympic results, but great for his reputation. Right? Like, that's every man's dream <laughs> on an Olympic setting for this to be so big it ruins your chances at a gold medal. That's perfect! That's the happiest loser in the Olympics right now. Because he's Asian, so no one would have thought he would have been able to do that, you know what I mean? Right now he's chilling in the hot tub in the Olympic Village, like, yeah, well, I don't know how I outgrew the sport, so. <laughs> Guess it wasn't for those other guys one, not me. You'd be like, damn, he's in there with four hot chicks. Excuse me, that's eight. Four of them are synchronized somewhere underwater right now. <laughs> They're blowing more than bubbles, that's for sure. Awesome. Oh, there are four women under the hot tub right now. They're blowing more than bubbles. That much I can tell you. That was one of my old jokes from the year 2015, folks. I think that was the uh, summer games. I don't know. Was it from the 2014 Olympics? And then I just came up with that joke and did it. Anyways, so now we have an Italian sausage, which cost the man his Olympic gold or summer games gold. And the Asian egg roll. What we've never seen is a Persian kebab stop a man from reaching his dreams. Will it be me? Just might. Hey, a shout out goes to Stone Mountain. For a little tip in the bucket. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All of these tips help me continue the show. It is now time to end the right show, but we have one more comedy clip, okay? And before we do, I thought I would talk a little bit about monkey pox. Now we all saw Jill Biden try to help Joe jack it off, but monkey pox is hitting the rainbow road especially hard. Now, if you read this on mainstream TV, They'll call you racist, they'll call you sexist, they'll call you Stacy. that's not my name. That's not my name. Share this with your family who's concerned about monkeypox. Washington Post, very credible. <sighs> yeah, right. But anyways, they would never post this against the uh, gay community unless they had to. So here we go. Washington Post says, monkeypox strikes gay men. Officials debate warnings to limit partners. Sex is a major driver of this global outbreak, but health officials and longtime HIV activists say calls for abstinence don't work. Wow, how forward thinking. That's almost like uh, telling people that wearing masks 24 seven in the bathroom, at the gym, wear a mask while you're doing construction work, outdoor, wear a mask when you're doing manual labor and dying because of the heat exhaustion. Oh no, no, that you have to suffer through, but asking a gay guy not to stick it in the that's really hard. You know, that doesn't really work. They're not going to do that. Washington Post goes on to say, and I'll read it as the guy who wrote it. Thousands of gay men clad in leather, latex, and often much less, partied along Folsom Street here last week during the annual Kink and Fetish Festival. Woo! Even after the city had just declared the monkeypox outbreak striking its gay community a health emergency. 
One day after the World Health Organization urged men to sleep with fewer men, if you could please, San Francisco public officials made no attempt to rein in the ball-digging festivities or warn attendees to keep their sausage in their own pants. We continue. As the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention weighs whether to recommend limiting the sex partners in the beehole, health officials in San Francisco, Chicago, New York, and other U.S. cities are battling surges, disproportionately thickening gay men who won't keep their dingling out of the binglings. But they're avoiding calls for sexual restraint because they don't want to stigmatize same-sex intimacy. There we go. How was that? Pretty good? It's the best I could do. Now, why is it you can lock down every pizza parlor, every comedy club, every small business, every single person be called non-essential, but you can't ask a San Francisco guy to take a break for two months from pounding brown town? Honestly, if you can ask Americans for 15 days to stop the spread, then we need 15 gays to stop the spread as well. We'll be right back with more. Don't put your tingling in any dinglings while we're gone. We all know Muhammad Ali. He was an epic fighter. He was a legend. He was the best of all time to ever do it. But Muhammad Ali was also a lot smarter than the woke jokes of 2022. Why do I say that? Very interesting, actually. Muhammad Ali has a quote that none of the woke jokes want to be shared. They don't want you to know this happened, but I'm gonna read it to you. Dinesh D'Souza, who's Indian, found this clip, found this quote, and he tells us, are African-Americans in the United States better off? This point is illustrated by the great African-American boxer, Muhammad Ali. In the early 70s, Muhammad Ali fought for the heavyweight title against George Foreman. The fight was held in African nation Zaire. It was insensitively called the Rumble in the Jungle. However, Ali won the fight and upon returning to the United States, he was asked by a reporter, hey champ, what did you think of Africa? Ali replied to the white reporter, thank God my granddaddy got on the boat. Now there's a characteristic mischievous pungency to Ali's remark yet it also expresses a widely held sentiment. Ali recognized that for all the horrors of slavery, which Africa started, and they tried to sell their different people they had captured to the Portuguese, the British, the French, okay, and the Middle East, it was the transmission belt that brought Africans into the orbit of Western freedom eventually. The slaves were not better off. The boat Ali refers to brought the slaves through a horrific middle passage to life of painful servitude. We, we grant that, yet their descendants today, even if they won't admit it, are better off for it. At least Muhammad Ali was honest enough to admit it. What do you think about Dinesh D'Souza finding that quote and breaking it down for you? Now, he's Indian, I'm Persian, and if you think that's wrong, you're probably a radical left Democrat who's racist. Speaking of which, it is time to cleanse the palate of all this political talk. Let's have a little bit of fun. My comedy shows are getting better and better because you guys are showing up. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to find my TikTok, or if you don't like TikTok, I get it, Instagram Reels. If you don't like that, YouTube Reels or Rumble. And share this latest comedy clip. I'm gonna show it to you. It's going viral. And it is a true story. In San Diego, I went to a comedy club and there was a dude with one arm 
as the security guard. I'm thinking, what kind of half-price security is this? You can't put two dudes in a headlock and run them out of the building and throw them in the street. You can only take one. I'm looking at a one-armed security guard going, he can only do half as much as everyone else. And this is a totally true story. And I was able to turn it into a joke, which is now going viral three years later. So enjoy the merits of the one arm. Or this last comedy club I was at, the security guard had one arm, which is a little shocking at first, because you're going, how is he gonna handle these situations? <laughs> well, the one arm security guard, I had respect for him because he wanted that job and he worked his way up and he achieved it. But at the same time, it's a little, what's he gonna do, put you in half a chokehold and take you out the building? I don't understand. But then I look closer, he also had a gun. And that is what made me respect him even more. That means once he's pulled the gun, he don't have any other options at this point. Do you understand the severity of this situation? You gotta do exactly as he says, or you're not gonna go home tonight. He'd be like, you, get over here, ah, nice and slow. I need you to take these cuffs off my hip and put them on your own wrist. There we go. Everyone calm down, I got this. Ma'am, can you please push this button on my cuff back up? Thank you. <laughs> mess around and have the culprit drive himself to the station. I'm gonna sit shotgun. Buckle me in, damn it. Safety first. That's the one-armed guard, man. You always get your man, Garcia. It's what I do. Thank you. It's okay if you guys don't clap for that. He didn't either. You can joke about everything. You gotta find the funny in your everyday life. Tragedy, horror, folly, silly things, all the way up to happy moments and make fun of everything. That's what I encourage everyone to do. And if you can't do that, you're probably a triggered, radical, snowflake, leftist who hates America and every one of your peers as well, but chooses to call yourself a virtue signaling amazing person in the meantime. Keep your bing bings out of your dinglings. You don't want monkey pox and we'll see you next time.